0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Maria Mariano. Trying to figure out still how this this works here. And we've got it. All right. We are in. So I'm 57 years old, and this is the challenge for me since COVID, is technology. I don't know if anybody else out there listening is like me. It's a little bit challenging when it comes to this technology. And I see your little head going, no, no, not me. She's 18. She's born with this thing in her hands, okay? Not me. I've been adapting, adapting. And thank God, for my incredible team that I I am with, I'm part of, Jean-Philippe, Sabrina, and Marie-Pierre, they are so kind, patient. (laughs) It's been what now, Jean-Philippe? How many hours? How many hours of podcasts, including the angles?
1: Including the Anglo, 250.
0: 250 hours, and look at me. <sighs> I still can't figure out the button. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. One thing is for sure, as I was getting the podcast ready this morning, I was so, so excited to finally to be able to explain how the brain works. So for those joining us for the very first time, the podcast is... All about building a thousand millionaires. That's the vision. We want to bring people from ordinary to extraordinary. And that everyone, everyone works diligently to work on their finances because more money we have, more choices we have more money we have, more people we can help. And Jean-Philippe, I loved the inner circle last night when you said, I want to be a multimillionaire. I want to help my parents. I want to help my brother. I want to help my sister. I want to help my nieces and nephews. That That is the ultimate goal in life. Wouldn't you agree to help somebody else in need. At the bottom line, when I ask people, if you had an extra $100 a month, what would you do? You know what they answer me? Oh, I would pay off a debt. If you had an extra $500 a month, oh, I would travel. At an extra $1,000 a month, oh, I would you know, have a pool installed, whatever. But only when we talk about you had an extra million dollars, what would you do? This is where the heart of a philanthropist starts Starts emerging, okay. Starts emerging. So the podcast—that is our vision, and I'm very passionate about this. And the other thing I know for sure now, as we're reading the book of Anthony Robbins, "Awaken the Giant Within," it's all about who I hang out with and how the words that are repeated in my head day after day. Okay, this this is the this is the mission day after day words that help to build me as an individual and this is why we created the group the millionaires of the diamonds if you're not part of it join it because we're a group of people with like minds where we want to level up and work on being a better version of ourselves so thank you for joining us. If you haven't already shared, please begin to share. We have a contest going on. I'll let Sabrina and Marie-Pierre and Jean-Philippe cover that. The power of the brain. So if you're leaning in, we want to take some notes. Very easy. It is the most powerful computer in the world. My brain is the most powerful computer in the world. What What's what a magnificent, what a magnificent gift we are born with. And yesterday I was looking at a few videos on Instagram. I love looking at reels, reels, I believe. Yeah. It's the name of motivational, inspirational thoughts. And there was, um, um, uh, tr- how do you say that in English? Um, who's going to help me with that? Nobody. Okay. I guess. Okay. Um, mentally deficient, I don't know how to say it. He says the only deficiency, mental deficiency there is in the world is a bad attitude. And I went, oh, I'm so sharing this, okay? And, and this is what we need to, to know. Our brain, our brain, no matter which level we work at, it is the most magnificent gift we are born with. Our brain can help us accomplish anything. We set our minds to, we, for God's sakes, we've gone to the moon and now we're going to Mars. This is the power of our brain. We need to tap into it. And this is what we're going to be diving into in the next couple of weeks. It is capable of generating the highest level of consciousness. Now, what is consciousness? It's something that's not given to animals. It's only given to the human species, right? It is capable of generating the highest level of consciousness and the mental process by which we perceive, act, learn, and remember things. Can you imagine that? So this is what we're going to tap into it. And the other thing I wrote down that was so impressive, there's 86 billion neurons power that power all our thoughts, our perceptions, our memories, our emotions, and all those different products of the brain, so this is why it's very, very important what I, I allow my eyes to see. You know, once we caught my son on porn, right? And, you know, it's, it's a natural process of, I guess, of children. And I said to my son, it's, it's not that you went on porn that bothers me. It's what you're giving sex the definition of that bothers me see if you allow this to penetrate your eyes which sends then neuro, you know these messages to your brain you're going to get a misconception of what sex could be or if you're looking at violent movies you're getting a misconception of how i should treat other people you just heard Benji and Bella walk in right and and they're going wild already anyways I- I- irrelevant okay so the power of our brain to process information is absolutely staggering, my friends. Like, it just blows my mind. I was, as I was getting this ready this morning, I said, oh my God, oh my God, it's unbelievable. So let's dive right away in with Marie-Pierre, who's going to share us, as the astronaut she is, did you like that one? Yeah, as the astronaut she is, uh, how this, this machine actually works. So take it away, Marie-Pierre, introduce yourself, and ask everybody to share again yes thank you
2: maria so i'm maria i'm 30 years old i've been an mlm for seven years but before that uh i did my master degree in biology so no i'm not an astronaut but it's the <laughs> the way maria said what well, <laughs> is an astronaut for biologists so <laughs> i love this chapter because it take me back to when i was doing my Bachelor degree on everything about the brain, and I loved it. And I learned something new about the brain this morning, because yes, we have billions and billions of neurons, but it's the pathway that we will learn about it this morning. It's sixty percent of your brain. Sixty percent is not the neuron, but the pathway in your brain. It's really impressive when I found that statistic. So, what is those pathway? Because Yes, we come into the world with this magnificent computer, your brain, but you have no owner's manual with it. So you have no idea how your brain is working, but we attempt to think our way into a change. And in reality, our behavior is rooted in our nervous system in the form of physical connection. These are the pathway, the neuroassociation. So the neuroscience, is the study of these neural associations and how they occur and the creation of neural pathways. So each time we experience a significant amount of pain or pleasure, our brain search for the cause and record it in our nervous system to enable us to make better decisions about what to do in the future. For example, the brain will remember if you put your hand in the fire, it causes you pain. So <laughs> that's one way to simplify how it works is will create a pathway in your brain just to say, no, don't do that again. So yes, <laughs> that's great. But it's something really physical that will help you uh, make it the best decision. But yes, it will create a physical connection. But when you will create the same behavior or the same emotion in the future, you repeat and repeat, you will create a super highway of that pathway. Because yes, you do it one time, you will create a neural strand. But if you repeat and repeat and repeat, they will create some strand and some strand. It will become a neural superhighway that they call it. And yes, it will cause you to have an automatic and consistent route of behavior. So yes, it's something biological reality and it's physical. This is why thinking our way into a chain is usually inef- ineffective. But the good news is, is that yes, research has shown that when we are forced to stop a behavior, the area of the super highway that you create will shrink and become weakened. So yes, your neural association can be shrinked and probably uh, even disappear in your brain so you can create new neuro association. So to understand how the neuro association will be created, it will be Jean-Philippe that will talk about it with the three criteria that how the neuro association are created.
1: Thank you, Marie-Pierre. So just before uh, diving that part of the subject, I just want to remind you that every week, okay, we have a contest on our group, inspirational group Les Millionnaires des Diamants. This week, really simple for you guys okay to enter in our contest and get the chance to win an inspirational book in french or in english uh no matter what okay what is your uh, language you can ask for a french or a english book that the draw is happening on every monday at nine o'clock so this week the contest is about a, a survey so you can go on our group okay and i know that i think there is some technical difficulties with the post we are asking you what what will be the subject you would like to hear in the future, okay, in our future segment, our future book that we will cover. So because the survey did not work right now, uh, just wrote in the comments what will be your suggestion. We have a couple in uh, the captions, so just take time to read them and go answer to have a chance. To be in our draw next week, uh, next Monday morning. So yes, uh, Marie-Pierre just told us like what is the neuro neuro associative uh, uh, the way it, like, what it is, and actually we will understand how our brain works to make those association. Okay. So as she said, okay, anytime you experience uh, something that is significant, okay, that the amount of pain of pleasure, your brain immediately search for the cause, okay, for the causes. And we will understand what are the three ca- criterias that our brain is looking for. Really simple, okay. First criteria, it's something that happens that is unique or unusual, okay so something that is completely new okay so that's the first criteria second criteria is something that is happening simultaneously so hard to say okay that word (laughs) so things that are happening simultaneously (laughs) and the third one is something that happened with consistency so those are the three Criteria okay, so unique and unusual, simu- simultaneously, and consistency. So, let's have an example okay. I've I, 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 I love the example that I found okay, it's because they say that those criteria are imprecise okay, it's not a pure science, okay? It's not one plus one equals two, okay? No, it's it's more than that. It, what is unusual? What is unique, okay? And we know when we are about talking about the, uh, the human science, it's not a, a pure science, it's not an exact science because we have emotion, we know how the brains work today, but we don't know how that big machines work, that big computer. So there is some imprecision, which means that sometimes our brain can make some false neural association, okay? And what is happening here, okay? It is something that shows us that we can make associations that are not true, that are false, that will limit ourselves, that will uh, limit our belief, actually. So when you are starting something new, Okay. So, for instance, you're starting a new job. You part of an MLM. We told you that you have to go live. We told you that you have to do posts. Okay. And it's something. Okay. That get out, that get out of you of your comfort zone. Okay. So what you're doing is, for instance, you start your live. Okay. And like for the first time you are in live, somebody, uh, uh, click on the reaction button that the person is sad. Okay. And angry. And you're wondering, what did I say? What did happen? Who's that person? What did she tell me? Okay. So it's unique. It's the first time it's happening to you. Okay. Because before, maybe you were not even posting on social media. Okay. And then, okay, you, every time you're in live, okay. Or the first time you are in live, okay. You have your kids in an other room that are starting to laugh. And like the things that you're saying in your mind, oh, my kids are laughing at me because mama's doing like, or Papa's doing something that is not usual. It happens at the exact same moment. And then you have like consistency that happened that most of the time when you're doing your life, because you're cooking your meal, your husband or your partner enter in the room and like on his face, he's looking like, oh, damn. I should not be here because, like, she's on live, okay? But in your mind, the way you interpret, like, his face is like, he's angry. I'm still in the kitchen. He wants to eat, okay? So you're making some supposition. So even something that is new, okay, here, doing a live, getting out of your comfort zone, even if it's not something that happened, like, consistently, the way you will interpret it, okay, will put in your mind, okay, will make an association that... Doing live is hard. Doing live, okay, make you, uh, like, make people laugh about you, make people, like, uncomfortable about your action, okay? And this can happen instantly at the first one or it can happen, like, during a couple, okay, after a week. And at some moment, okay, I have one of my, uh, actually one person in my team that she said, I just stop and I don't know why. And I say, you have to understand where it comes from. What did happen during your, your last life that you did that make you stop, make you make an association because actually you're, you're good. Every time you do a live, you sell something. So what did happen? What are those association that you're making in your head? Okay. That could happen only one because you're out of your comfort zone and you will make supposition around you or something that you're doing in your life. Okay. That actually has those three criteria. So it can be good but it can be bad. And when it's bad, most of the time, okay, it's because you're making a false association. It's because like you get in the wrong way and the supposition that you make about that thing that is unusual that happens simultaneously and consistently are just wrong the way you're looking at it. So, Keep that in mind. So understand what is the thing that you've stopped. What are your beliefs, and how those beliefs has been construct? Okay, with love, with pain, with pleasure, and what did happen? Okay, to make you stop that. So and now, okay, we are going to uh, go with uh, Sabrina that will talk about those those signal, those mixed message, okay, and mixed association that we receive from our environment actually, and what they, how they can impact.
3: Yes, because as GP said, if you're linking in your head that you're bad, for, for example, of doing live, it's because we can call it self-sabotage, that you, you send a message to your brain and you're, same if you want to do some, you're stopping of doing it just because you, you mixed the message. So we will talk about mixed neuro association. What is this? For example, who wanna have more money in life? I'm sure that there's a lot of people, if I'm asking the question, that they will say, I wanna have more money. I wanna be millionaire. I, I, I want, so yes, you wanna have money. So you link pleasure to money. So, <coughs> If you're doing a list of all the pleasure that money can bring to you, it can be about travel, it can be uh, have your uh, dream house, it can be freedom. But if you're looking on the other side, do you have some pain linked to the money? Do you have in your message that you're sending to your brain some, some stuff that they are linked to pain. I will give you an example. If you're uh, thinking that with money you will have stress, you will work more, you, you will lose maybe some of your friends that they don't have money or they will judge you. So if you have both pain and pleasure linked to the same thing, your brain it's mixed up. He don't know what you really want. So, when you have mixed message, you have mixed result. You can ha- cannot have full success with this because your brain don't know what you really want. And they same if you have maybe just two things linked to pain, if it's intensive. If it's really intense, those fear or it's the the brain, listen, the most intensive message. So if, if it's the painful one, he won't give you what you really want because he said, no, she's too stressed by having money. I cannot help her to have money. I will give you another example. Did you have a bad relationship in the past? For those people that maybe you're single right now, you said, I want to find my uh, dream boyfriend. So it's your pleasure list that you have, that you can do all the list of what you want in life, in relationship. But if you have pain linked to relationship and you don't work on this pain, The message that you're sending to your brain, it's relationship is painful. So you won't be able to find in life the right person because you're not really ready to. Your link in your head, that relationship is painful. So it's really the... And when we are working on conditioning program, we are working... On the message that we are sending to our brain every morning every night so it's really important to be to understand what is the message that I'm sending to my brain and (coughs) if you're at a point that it's not just uh, pleasure and pain but it's only pain and pain link to something you really need you're paralyzed you're paralyzed i will uh uh, we will keep the example of relationship you just go out of a bad relationship and you're in pain moment don't try to find someone you're only in pain association at this moment you're paralyzed and you cannot um You cannot work by yourself or your brain is not able to to work just because it's too paralyzed by the pain. So we, we need to change to find an alternative to take back to the pleasure because it's always what is linked to pleasure, what is linked to pain. But don't try to find someone when you're only, uh, because sometimes we, we think if I will, if I find someone, I will lose my pain. No, the pain is not from the people around you. The pain is from you. So you need to change your behavior. And Maria, I know that you have some example that you want to give about it because it's, it's really showing the impact of the brain.
0: Open it up. I was so so excited this morning as I was getting it ready for for many many reasons. First of all, I was thinking of all the mothers out there and all the dads. You know, when I hear parents say, "Ah, I gave up. I closed the door, and 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 they live in their in their in their pig stall in their bedroom." You see, this is a big big mistake we do as parents because number one, repetition brings conviction, right? It's just that my child's neurons if I can call it that, I'm waiting for the okay neurons, haven't connected that an orderly room will allow more success in their life. And it's not because I said it 10 times that I have to stop saying it. Repeat, repeat, repeat. So now that my kids are older, Hamid never kept his room clean. Isn't it funny now that he's older, everything is spick and span around him. And it allows him to be successful, right? So this is number one, Sabrina. I, I wanted to share with everybody this morning. I'm looking at our time. We're good. Is is the repetition brings the conviction. I mean, it, it's just a word. We repeated, we repeated. But I was saying to Marie-Pierre, finally, Finally, we have some scientific explanation. So this little, little piece of thread that I call it between the idea and my neuron. The first time I say to my son, you know, clean your room or, you know, however you want to say it, there's a, a thread. And as I repeat, th- these threads keep piling up until it becomes very, very, very strong. So today that he's 29, he's a super clean, super, super orderly young men. But it dates back, Sabrina, from the first time I told them, clean your room. You see? Let's talk about smoking because I'm an ex-smoker. And I think, Sabrina, you too, you're an ex-smoker. Why do some people quit smoking and start smoking again? Quit smoking and start smoking again? Sabrina, it's the mixed messages. You see? Whereas I do not hang around with people that smoke because I don't want my brain saying, look, she looks as if she's having fun. Or I have two good friends, very good friends that smoke. They are not allowed to smoke around me. I'm very, very strict on what happens around me. Does that make sense, guys? And Sabrina, people might have might judge me as being intangizant, um, uh, as being um, extremely extremely strict. But today, reading the book, I said, "Oh my God, I have a a." a uh, personal self-protection system in me. So I never started smoking, but my friend Sally, that I stopped smoking, we made a team back in the days, like 20 years ago. We, we were a team. We stopped smoking together together. She started smoking. Again, she stopped smoking. She started smoking. She stopped smoking. She started So so everybody knows if you're an alcoholic, you can't hang around with alcoholics once you quit. you, You quit alcoholism, right? So these mixed messages to me is today when I was reading this, you know, getting the podcast ready with you, Sabrina, Jean Philippe, and Marie Pierre. I went, oh my God, this is why there's so many talented people I have worked with, but never ever ever achieved their full potential i'm looking at you laura now you're part of my inner circle i call it but believe me laura if you hang up this you know power hour like yesterday or you hang up this 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 um podcast and after immediately after you're going to get a mixed message of you're crazy you're never going to amount to much Well, there's nothing I can do. I just want to share with you. There's a left side in my vocabulary, esoteric vocabulary. There's a left side. There's a right side. Those that know me, you know how many times I do this to my life. I turn left and I go, shut up. I'm doing it anyways. See, there's always a turmoil with me all the time, all the time. What are you doing to help yourself be successful? Change your friends. Yeah, but if I change my friends, Maria, I'm going to be alone. Yeah, for a season, for a season, for a season. But trust me, trust me, protect those messages going in your head. And and I'm telling you, whatever you desire, your brain, your brain will give you the how to get it, provided you're not feeding it mixed messages. So you always have to ask yourself every single day, is my brain receiving mixed messages? Cause if it is, it's a yin and yang. We're never, we're, we're going to step forward three steps, step back two, step forward five, step back six, and you'll, you'll be 40, you'll be 50, you'll be 60. And yet you're so talented. You're so charismatic. You're so well spoken. You have all this incredible talents. But unfortunately, the messages have always been mixed. So I love it. And I can't wait to lean in next Wednesday with the actual steps, how to say to the brain, shut up. Okay. That's my take on it. I love you guys. (laughs) All right. Have a great day. And we'll see each other tonight for those in Tupperware at the guest event. (laughs) Bye-bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thanks. (laughs)